Hey, it's Josh Sibson. And Jake Jabour. From The Meat Improv. The Meat Improv is a comedy podcast where we bring on the best comedians in the world to tell meaty stories from their lives, and then they do improv comedy with us. You don't think we're good at improv? Check out this little snippet from Jake Jabour's real life. Hey, where's all my cats? <laughs> he never knows. The Meat Improv. You can listen to it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. That's The Meat Improv. Everybody, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. Today, we got Rene Goubet on the show. You know him from John Velvet. You know him from Room 101. Um, right now, though, I want to thank everybody who left iTunes feedback. Three people, uh, Winston Carter, Matt Flanzer, and, of course, Luke Topia, a.k.a. Luke Zwan. I appreciate the feedback. Uh, you guys are helping me keep this show going. Um, as always, check out the website, improvobsession.com. Like it on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash improvobsession. And subscribe and rate in iTunes. Keeps the rankings good. Uh, keeps me feeling awesome. Um, guys, we got more episodes coming. Uh, but you know what? Why why wait right now? Let's just wait get into it with your head today. It's the end session Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do any. Just get you with all this shit. Do whatever. You, I mean, do whatever you want. Don't worry about. Don't worry about like. No. Don't worry about interrupting. Like I don't care. Uh, great. Um. In fact, I so don't care. I'm just gonna start right now. Okay. Great. Yeah. Scratch some records. Scratch records. Um. All right. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Brostein. Today, special guest, Renee Gube. Very good. I wanted to make sure I do it justice. Yeah. Because um, I just, uh, I assumed it was goob for a long time. Yeah, no, I get that a lot. So, yeah. uh, classic, uh, like the substitute teacher, mm-hmm. uh, Renee Goob. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Um. All right. So, we're going to talk some improv stuff. Let's do it. We're going to talk uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, I guess just to, you know what? Yeah. Let's start with the, the start. Um, where would no? You're okay. I think okay. it's okay. I just wanted to make it uh, wait the microphone a little bit closer for no reason. Good um, stuff. So All good podcast stuff. <laughs> They're gonna love this. The audience is dying yeah. right now. They're like, "This is the best." Yeah. Um, all right. So real quick for uh, the audience's ed- edification, just in case they don't know, uh, people would know you from uh, your. Da, da, da. I'm gonna say. I mean, I could do it, but I'll give uh, you. The, I I'll mean, give I'm a a improv. I, I do improv at UCB. Yeah, you're yeah. on the Herald team, John Velvet, right yes. now. Yes. Yes. Uh, which has. Has that been around for two years or one? It's been around for two years. I've been on the team for a a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got added. Yes. Okay. Um, And then also you're one of the co-hosts of uh, of Room 101. That's right. That's right. uh, Shakedown. Shakedown. Mm -hmm. I had Tab stuck in my head. No, it's it's okay. I I have no problem being mistaken for Tab. Those guys are good looking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll say that's the most attractive host team in Los Angeles. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cool. So that. Great. Um, so let's. Uh, I want to. Like, I want to dive into your background a little bit because okay. I don't know so much about like where you came from. Okay. If you have a crew. Uh, I know a crew. You, yeah, if yeah. I have a crew. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's like a UCI crew and there's. A, oh, you know I mean? like, oh, I don't have a crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean, but yeah. no, I don't have like there's like those guys from Emerson. Yeah, there's, and there's like all crews. those comedy nerds from yeah. like San Luis Obispo. And it feels like that's a good. Yeah, I mean, a crew. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't have a crew, and that's, uh, and 
that, I'm, that's why I'm so thankful for UCB because that is that's my that's my crew, that's my gang. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. <laughs> I um, I went. I grew up in San Diego. Okay. I went to college in San Diego, and uh, at UCSD. Which, okay, yeah, because there's like four right. San Diego colleges. Right. And I went to that the one that was all about sciences and engineering, and I was a political science major. And then uh, I moved to LA to go to grad school. I got my teaching credential. I went to uh, UCLA for graduate school, mm-hmm. and I am uh, I taught high school for a couple years, and then I moved got into comedy about four years ago. Okay, so wait. Okay, so you just and then and then for you was comedy on the. The radar? Yeah, like yeah, okay. towards the end of college and all throughout graduate school, I did uh, internet comedy videos. Oh, okay. Internet comedy videos, I'm sure you're familiar. I'm familiar with Steven. these internet comedy videos. Uh, yeah, so I did that. You know, I actually did that before YouTube because I'm, wow. I'm ancient. Uh, what, what, uh, what were you on, like Google videos? Or? No, no, uh, I don't even know what we were on. Mm-hmm. My friend would digitize our videos and put them up on like a QuickTime player on yeah. our site. So that was nothing. We were on nothing. Yeah. I was, on, um, I was on Google videos at one point. That was before YouTube was the thing. Yeah. Uh, and I found out only a couple of years ago that I had a video on there in like 2005 maybe uh-huh. that got like hundreds of thousands of hits. I Jesus. had no clue. I had no clue. You put it on in 2005 and you checked it. No, I must have, I must, yeah, I must have put it around in like 2005 or so. And uh-huh. I looked, I looked because it was, uh, they closed down Google Video and like you should merge all your stuff over. Right. Hundreds of thousands of views. No clue. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I could have been famous or something. Yeah. You could have had something. <laughs> I could have capitalized on it. I don't know what that is, but we, uh, you know, yeah. but a hundred thousand people could have maybe remembered that you did a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's great. It works. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, so you were doing the videos and stuff, and mm-hmm. then, uh, and then, uh, then, how did you come to UCB? I uh, I had been laid off because I was a young teacher yeah, that didn't have happens. tenure. Uh, budget cuts came down the pipe, and I got laid off. And I, I took it as a sign to go, like, you know what? I hate uh, not doing comedy, so I'm going to do comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And so I. Uh, uh, a year a year before that, I had, I had gone to New York to visit my cousins, and I saw uh, uh, Amy Poehler do ASCAD in New York, and it was the first time I'd ever seen long-form improv, and much like everyone that's seen improv for the first time, they think it's like a magic trick, and, yeah. they, they, and they fall in love with it, and that's what I did, and I, I fell in love with it, but didn't do it for a year because I was afraid of it. About the same. Yeah, uh-huh. did about the same thing. Yeah. I, uh, uh, two, maybe two years before I saw that improv show at... Uh, UCB New York, I took an intro class at Groundlings. Okay. And uh, passed. I t- it was like the class that you don't have to audition into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like I took the intro class and then auditioned for the first level, which would be like the professional level classes, and got into that. But because I I like I was fine in that intro class, but uh, for some reason I and I hate to like knock Groundlings School of Improv, sure. but for me personally, and this is not a knock to them, yeah. for me personally, I felt like I was working super hard in that Groundlings class to get laughs. Yeah, and it wasn't fun, and so I felt like if I'm working that hard in that class to get laughs, maybe I'm not an improviser, and so that's what sort of delayed. Oh yeah, yeah, that's rough. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that can happen. Like there's a there are plenty of different styles of approaching improv. It's not maybe not even. Uh, like there's long form and short form, but even just the, the approach in that uh, can vary different uh, between schools, and I, I think even between amongst improvisers who come from the same school. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I could I could see very like feeling like oh well maybe I'm just not good enough. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then so then come over to UCB, and then I'm uh, I'm curious because I like talking about improv. What was the, what's the difference in your mind 
that made it work for you. Um, um, they, I mean, if we're going to do some broad strokes here, I'll, I'll do sure, that. Sure, sure. Uh, there was uh, the, I mean, the first thing was, uh, like, there was this, this element of, like, don't ever say no in, in Groundlings. And, of course, look, I, this is not, again... I'm so sensitive about knocking this whole story. We're not. We're not knocking yeah, it. We're I don't want to. It. But, but there was <laughs> one of the tenets that they thought, and maybe this has changed, it was like, don't say no, never have an argument on stage. Nobody wants, to people, want people, wants people, nobody wants to see people have an argument on sure. stage. And so I would be in this scene where I was like, hey, let's, let's exercise because we've got to lose weight for, for the summer. And yeah. then we'd be, I'm like, yeah. And then we'd be exercising for like... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For like four minutes. And I'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where, what just happened? And it'd be yeah. like, oh, oh, and also it'd be like, you know, we'd be at a church and then we'd be exercising. And I'd be like, oh, this is dumb. I don't get why we're doing that. And But I would have to like, because of that's what my teacher was telling me to do is like <laughs> maintain eye contact. Literally, it was main, maintain eye contact and agree with everything they want you to do. Yeah. Uh, and that felt like really hard. Yeah. That felt really hard. Okay. Yeah. And at UCB, uh, one of the first things was like, you know, you can... If something feels weird, you can talk about how weird that feels. Yeah, uh, I felt like I was more able to be a human, be a human being, and be, and be who, who I, who I, in my brain, I thought I was at UCB. Yeah, gen- generally uh, UCB uh, does require, require, I feel like, a more naturalistic approach, a more realistic thing, um, and that mm-hmm. is something that I think I see you do exceedingly well. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your improv. Oh, just thanks, in man. general. Um, I, I think one of the first times I ever saw you was with Hoy with Eugene Cordero okay. uh, at, at Crash Bar. And uh-huh. it was this whole, it, the, I, like, oh, a which number one of was things it? Happen, I'm going to tell you. A number of things happened that I was just like, These, this dude's amazing. Because um, I think I, I must have been in, like, just getting out of 101. Uh-huh. Um, and the suggestion was, I believe, checkers. Uh-huh. Uh, and you started a scene in a taxi cab. Uh-huh. Oh, you started a scene about a taxi cab. And I was like, Whoa, that's pretty. That's pretty A to C because one, not all taxi cabs have that checker stripe that you're <laughs> thinking of. At least I assume that's what you're thinking of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I was like, whoa, this is this is genius. Uh, and then <laughs> and then you guys could basically did uh, you know 20 minutes uh-huh. on you guys weren't you didn't know each other. It started out like, oh, did you were you getting this taxi cab. You could like share it. Uh-huh. You guys did 20 minutes in this taxi cab together, uh-huh. uh, and you were so weird. Uh, but you man like, and then Eugene. Eugene was pretty, playing it pretty straight, right. uh, but you were pretty weird in this really normal way. Like, because uh-huh. you know, one on one, you see people be weird and like, oh, I'm a rapist. Right, right. Okay, slow that down. Sure. Uh, and so you're weird in a very like normal way to me. Uh, and so yeah, I, I, I think that like yeah, I remember watching that and going like, okay, yeah, like, this is this is a, uh, a thing. Um, so cool, man, I appreciate that. It's a great yeah, compliment. It was it was a really good show. Uh, yeah, I think it ended weird. I remember that. I remember that, that, that. Wow, that feels like I'm being such an asshole. No, no, no. no I, I, wow. Is this the one where we, Eugene and I did impressions of each other? I don't think did so. We, okay, because that's no. one. That's a holy show. Oh, that yeah, ultimately, out. like you guys were in New York and you're trying to take a cab uptown or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just <laughs> it, was, it ended weird, funny, weird. It ended like uh, nobody's going to appreciate this. But like Eugene, <laughs> Eugene was going to leave. He had gotten to where he was going to go, uh, and then you like had whispered like a sweet nothing out the window, and you were speaking to your text driver. Okay, go, go, get out of here. Oh like, the wow! Car, the car, and you said it like five times. Okay, and you said you like whispered the thing again. You're, like, you're ruining the moment to the taxi driver that wasn't there. It was yeah. killer. It was just yeah. one of my. It was one of, again like one of my early uh, influential. <laughs> I, I think I remember that show, and uh, that's that's great. No, I, uh, I I appreciate that compliment. I I, I think that. Uh, that's definitely something I try to do. You, you know what I mean? The, uh, the real stuff. 
try, I mean, try to, uh, you know, believable. You know, I definitely yeah. want to be weird and I definitely want, you know, to try to find something unusual and, and interesting, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, um, that's a, I think that's a particular skill is, um, to being weird mm-hmm. and, and there's being weird. I'm, I'm guilty of this all the time. It's being weird and like tipping your hand to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like being pretty weird here. Yeah. Like kind of, kind of winking to the audience or just yeah. getting that. Um, and I, I don't know if it's entirely necessarily ironic detachment as, or maybe, well, I guess that is ironic detachment as just not committing fully yes. to that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's nothing, I mean, maybe, maybe that's a broad stroke, but I think there's very Do few, it. few We're moves. making broad strokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck roundlings and let's talk about weird in a real way. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there are very few moves that you can't honestly do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. uh, uh if you want to be a guy that believes uh you know that uh this soap dish is god then you can make that a real thing but it's it's just like uh are you going are, are you the performer that that can get that done you know and i think yeah i think the great performers understand their wheelhouse of characters mm-hmm. uh and know and know what what they're able to accomplish in that way it's interesting yeah um you're saying okay Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So it sounds to me like this is a thing that I've, I've talked about before. Um, maybe like knowing your power. Uh, yeah. I, ta- I, ta- I, ta- I talked to Eugene about it specifically. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was trying to, I was trying to like see if he nailed, if he could nail down like what his thing is. Sure. Um, and like maybe how he succeeds in scenes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, I feel like that would be good to know. Like, mm-hmm. um, I know a few, few improvisers and who can pull off a thing and I know that they'll know they'll get a laugh. And I know a few things that I can pull off and I know I'll get a laugh. And usually it's a, a Nick Mondernock impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that'll get a laugh. But, uh, are you, are, are, are you saying like you have an idea of things that you're, you're, you will, will be successful. I'm, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, you know, and I'm, it's not like it's uh, not so much like it's not a bag of tricks. It's not no, like no. a like a funny word or mispronouncing a word this way mm-hmm. or you know uh, <laughs> this this great uh, you know um, you know Nickelodeon 1984 reference or something like that. It's I think it's more of like um, just knowing. Just knowing what you're capable of as a, as a performer, mm-hmm. in terms of like believability, mm-hmm. do, do you know what I mean? And some people like this doesn't apply, you know. Like there are some people that are like, uh, uh, okay, okay, what about okay? Right. Here, maybe I'm gonna try to jump in and yeah. think this is the thing. Yeah. So it's it's maybe understanding uh, your yeah maybe your ability to sell something. Right. Uh, I have I have a good good friend uh, who. Mm-hmm. Who, who, when he, he performs, he's a wonderful improviser. However, he does this thing. He has a, his voice makes him sound very sarcastic, mm-hmm. uh, and and I don't like. I don't know that he knows. He's, he's aware of it, but like that's a thing that I'm sure. Like he's got to be careful in what he does because mm-hmm. his voice makes him sound sarcastic. It's sort of is it sort of like on that lines of just going like here's maybe I'm not going to maybe I won't be able to pull off uh, the soap dish thing. Because I have a way of tipping my hat or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. But here, maybe there, maybe there's like a, a other thing that I can do, sort of like that. I think it's something like that. Yeah, okay. I think I'm cl- it's close to that. I think it's like sort of like it's so hard to talk about improv. Yeah, it really it's is. So fucking it really general. is. <laughs> um, I, and I know. I, I'm trying. Let me let me try to bring it down to like yeah. a, a specific level. I think that like let's so let's say Brett Gilman, right? Okay. Uh, Brett Gilman has like an undercurrent of like. Uh, like holy shit! This guy just crazy person. This guy witnessed 
9-11 yesterday. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, he's got, like, a crazy amount of pain that, like, I don't know wh- where that comes from, but, like, it sells. You yeah. know what I mean? And so when he blows up on stage and has an emotional re- reaction that is, like, filled with hatred and passion or whatever, I'm buying it completely. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Um, and uh, whereas I don't know that I can do that. And so I, I, I will... I don't know that I have that blow up muscle. Okay. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I will try. Let's say if it's a thing that's like this is my trigger. Let's say if it's the guy that does the soap dish or whatever. Yeah. It's the guy that thinks that the soap dish is God. And Brett Gelman can do the blow up. Yeah. And he knows how to manage that blow up in a way that like I'm going to keep the needle on you believe me and it'll never tip to the red. You know. Yeah. It'll it'll, you'll, it'll never get to a danger zone where like the audience I'm, I've lost my audience I, I am now an improviser doing a blow up yeah the audience will always believe this character is doing the blow up does, is that, is that yes it does uh, no yeah. I think I think that's sort of just maybe being aware of uh, like of yeah the circumstance of improv in a way like yeah. uh, what, what you bring to the table and I think uh, on that same token it was like Maybe what your team brings to the table. Yeah. Uh, one of my, I had a, had an advanced study with Judith Alonso March right before he left, uh, and uh-huh. one of the most interesting parts of the class that really stuck with me is uh, there was a scene with uh, Lelon, mm-hmm. uh, and from the monologue or whatever, it made sense that somebody would get hit, uh, uh-huh. and it was Lelon, and she didn't really get hit; it was a fake stage hit or whatever, uh-huh. but. Uh, it shut down. It shut. There was a, a guy had hit, like hit her, uh, and it like it kind of shut down the scene. It slowed it down, and that's one of those things. It's like um, okay, you got to be aware that like little tiny Lelon yeah. getting hit in the face, and <laughs> right. like a dude is going to it's going to be shocking. It's going to give. It's going to yeah. give a reaction, um, yeah. and so and so kind of on that same token, it's just understanding uh, the dynamic of it, right. Yeah, I would love to see that that slap because I do think that you can slap Lilon and, and that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I do, I re- and that's not. A, not I do, I really do. Well, I think that, that there's a challenge. Lilon, yeah. we're gonna do all the all slapping Lilon show. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a great DCM late night show. <laughs> um, no, but I do think because I do think that there's a there's a shock value in in that that is. I don't, I, obviously, it's all about context order, but yeah, I do yeah, think yeah. that like inherently that is not. Uh, not necessarily an anti-comedy move, no. but, but I do think that there's a way to get that done in a way that like the audience is like, oh shit, those two characters did that, as opposed to, oh shit, that character or that improviser decided to slap Leilon. Right? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's and that's all on uh, both of them, really. Like, yeah. It's, depending on how Leilon reacts to it, too. Uh, yeah. You know, if you take that very serious domestic abuse uh, approach to it, like, uh, like you're like, well, that's going to be sadder right, than, it is, right, uh, right. than it is if she just turns around and goes, give me another, you know, sure, sure. That'll, that'll completely play differently. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, I, I feel I feel like we've weirdly dissected this We got thing. into something very generally. Yeah. We specifically generally got into something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I want to, how about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you have more, do you have more on this? Cause I feel like I'm just going to bounce away from it cause it was weird. Uh, let's bounce away from it, man. Cool. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it when we're talking about Lee Lon, not me. Yeah. Um, let's talk about me. So should I hold my mic close to my face like you're doing? No, no, it's okay. a shotgun mic. It'll get you. Okay, great. Yeah. It's one of those. All right. Um, I want you to be comfortable. Okay, good. Good. Uh, the uh, okay, so so room one hundred and one, yep. uh, a host team there, uh, yeah, shakedown, mm-hmm. ding, ding. Um, they the second best good looking audience or team in LA. I mean, whatever you want to say. Uh, if you're going to give well, yourself, I mean, that I title, think the rankings are out there. So. <laughs> the rankings are out there. They're yeah. published on the Improv Resource Museum or Wikipedia. <laughs> um, 
Uh, okay, that's been going on for almost two years now. So uh-huh. can have one of those. I'm thinking about it. Um, about two years, right? Maybe a little more. That's so been going on for three years. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Time just flies. Crazy. Uh, so three years mm-hmm. now. Um, I bet. So uh, you've been doing improv for like four, four, four. Uh, February 2008. So mm-hmm. over four years. Wow. Yeah. Good. Um, I bet that that you would point to that as something that is more influential to your success in improv than many things. What would you, do you think that? Yeah. Is that, uh, is that my number one? Is that the number one thing? I I'm would curious. probably, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, cause I, I've, I've, I have more stage time on that stage than I have any, on any other stage yeah. in my entire life. That's weekly for three years, about 50 shows a year. It's 150 yep. sets. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I've At definitely, and, and there was a long time when we would record our sets and I would watch those sets over and over again and realize, <laughs> I, oh, there are, there are a lot of, there are a lot of trappings that, that I fall into and, 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 and habits that I have. I want to talk or, about that real quick. Sure. Recording your shows. I record all my shows too. Uh, I mm-hmm. record audio of them. Um, audio? Yeah. Uh, on my iPhone. I just record. Just it. the audio? Just the audio. Okay. Uh, and I'm missing some stuff for sure. Like I just yeah. found out how shifty I was in monologues not right. too long ago. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm, now I'm like working on that and I want to start video recording. Them. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, you're going back and you watch them. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So like going back and dissecting them because that's something that I do and kind of go like, oh, I made a weird move here mm-hmm. or like I wasn't mm-hmm. committed or yeah. uh, I tried to sell out a scene. Uh, like, yeah, what, I mean, what are you looking at? I'm looking for that? the moment in a scene where I uh, hit the panic button. Yeah. Uh, and whenever and when I hit the – there's moments when I hit the panic button and – uh, I'll go for a joke because I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and then there are moments when uh, I hit the panic button and I just go, I'm not going to make any choice at all because I don't want to fuck this up. I'm going to let my partner, you know what I mean? I'm going to yeah. like, I think my partner knows what he's doing or she's doing and I'm going to uh, allow him to help make this more clearer before I jump in. Yeah. Uh, all, both of those are bad that's things to very do. very bad. Yeah. Um, um, that, I, I feel like that's still a problem for me personally. Sure. Uh, is uh, when I when I don't understand what's going on in the scene, mm-hmm. uh, like I just don't have any, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll either, I'll either I'll get really quiet or I'll start just being very, okay, we're in CVS. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah. so like now you say something, we're going to just go real training wheels improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's always something that I revert back to, and I don't right. think it's better. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah I, I, I know what you mean. Like when you, when you don't have something, you can yeah. like, let, it, let it happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, think, uh, I, am, I think I'm looking for that moment. I've talked about this, I guess, a little bit earlier. But that moment where I become an improviser in a scene as a as opposed to the person I'm supposed to be in that scene. Like, I'm looking for the crack in the armor when I show myself that I'm an improviser, when I show that I'm trying to make a choice. Yeah. Or when I, you know what I mean? And I can't, I'm constantly doing that. Like, yeah. uh, you know, saying, like, you know, things like uh, uh, laughing before I'm actually laughing. You know what I mean? Like, laughing nervously because I'm nervous, not because somebody's genuinely surprised me on stage. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, obviously, I think I've, I think I've gotten better at that over over the years, but um, you know it's still something that'll happen. I, I don't tape my shows as often anymore, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, 
Uh, but back, back to Room 101, uh, doing sure. shows weekly, development and stuff like that. Um, I'm going uh, eat it. I'm going eat it. Do it. Uh, one's like a chocolate-covered cookie dough ball, uh-huh. and the other one is like a cookies and cream reversing. That's a chocolate-covered uh, uh, cookie dough ball, one. and then that's like a cookies and cream thing. Did and you do this? Because uh, I listen to your Joe Wanger podcast. Did you do this to Joe, too? You brought sweet treats for Joe? No, did I? I think you did. Who, who did you bring sweet treats? Is this something that you always do? Do you always brought, do sweet treats? No, I don't. In fact, I don't think I ever have. Uh, no, you're wrong. Craig Kikowski, Kikowski brought in um, pastries That's really from good. Paris Bakery, mm-hmm. uh, and that was great. Uh, I was like, very excited about this. Sweet Ease. That's from Sweet Ease. Um, yeah. Sweet treat break <laughs> in the middle right. of the podcast. I'm going to fill it up with uh, questions. So, okay. um, so yeah, so doing a weekly show, uh, which started about a year uh, into into your improv. Yes. Uh, you got, so you got probably more stage time on that stage than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, what I mean, what what is the value? I mean, you're you're obviously reviewing and stuff like that, but like, what's the dread? If you can find a way to quantify, what's the value of doing something like that? Like so often. I mean, a weekly uh, show is. What's the value of, of yeah, doing like, a weekly show? Yeah, is that, I mean, is that where um, you find the value, or is it in the practice? I, mean, I was. It was. Uh, you know, I don't think that. Um, <clears throat> you know, obviously, stage time is important or whatever. Um, and in the beginning, it was just like, it was. It was about getting comfortable. It was about getting comfortable on stage, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but after about a after about a, a a year of that, um, it wasn't about. Eh, that's fine. Um, she should know that I'm doing podcasts. Come on. Um, what am I saying? After a year of doing that. Oh, 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 you know, after maybe about a year or two years, it wasn't really about trying to get better on that stage anymore. It was just about, like, it, it was, like, date night with my with my friends. Mm-hmm. That was the value of it. The value, I think the value of, of Room in a One is, like, is, is an opportunity for people to, like, just hang out every week. And you know th- at least this many of your friends are going to show up. And, uh, I mean, like, I, I haven't had that since college. The yeah. idea of, like, I know there's going to be a place... For, you know where somebody's where my friends are going to be and and, yeah. and we're going to be able to all do this one thing that we really like to do and that's the value for me is like and, and I think that is like so such an important thing for my career in terms of comedy of like uh, of like having 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 a home base having an anchor having a community that I feel supported in and like there are people that I can make laugh and they make me, me, me laugh and having some a funny person tell me that I'm funny or laugh at me is is the is a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing that will keep me in the hunt. You yeah. know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, God, you're so like a like a benevolent person. Like, <laughs> that's oh. how I feel about it. <laughs> no, I mean, I hear that and like... It's true. That's so great. It's true. Um, <laughs> well, like, I hear that and like, I, um, I still hold a lot of value on it, like my shows. And I'm slowly... Mm-hmm. I'm, more recent, like slowly, kind of pushing away from that, but like, um, the the like the quality of the show, yeah, is oh, it genuinely matters to me, and like yeah. I will, uh, it's hard, it's like harder for me to enjoy my night, for example, right, if a show goes bad, right. No, I, I totally understand, and, and don't get me wrong, because like I will, we'll, we'll shake down, we'll have a bad show, and I, I it. will, no, it totally <laughs> happens, no, Stephen. We'll have a bad show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. No, no. Um, 
No, I, and, and those shows totally matter to me. Every mm-hmm. show, every, you know, Crash Bar, Manifesto, Minor League, Herald Knight, whatever show, TNT, uh, now I just feel this need to 11th hour to name every single... So you'll never do it. There's like no. 40. Yeah, it's true. Uh, every show matters to me, you know what I mean? Because I'm in front of people, like I said, I'm in front of people that I think are funny, and I yeah. want them to think I'm funny. That's an important need of a comic. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, just like the value of Room 101 itself has grown beyond that. Yeah. I mean, the shows itself, you know what I mean? Like, shows are always so important to me, but like the, the, the idea of Room 101 has like become more of an opportunity for me to like have this community staple. That's cool. You, you know? Um, but I definitely, definitely care about, care about my shows. I'm trying, I'm trying to care less about them in a good way, you know, in a way that's like, ugh, you know. Trying to let them so, lay on you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I try to follow Billy Merritt's rule. What's that? Uh, which is uh, beat yourself up for a day and, oh, then, yeah. and then let it go. Yeah, that's Billy. It's a good rule. Yeah, I like it. It's a good rule. He, he's, he still, he still reminds me of it every once in a while. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's hard. It's, sometimes it's hard to do, especially if you're not doing shows for a while. Um, like if you're, <laughs> right. if you're, if you're uh, in one of those uh, in between uh, months when uh, uh, you've already, you just went up at Crash Bar Room 101, all the shows, yeah. uh, and then and then there will be like a, a couple dip. month dip. Yeah. Uh, that that is like a, if, and especially if it ends on a bad one, or if you kind of yeah. if you're in a little bit of a slump. Mm-hmm. Oh, That'll weigh on you. You're like, I need to go get some laughs. I need to go murder. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that is fucking rough, man. It is. I lived that life for a year, and uh, it was my first year of improv before I started Room 101 with my friends, and that was rough. I totally get it. I totally understand. Like, it, when those shows matter so much more when when they come uh, fewer and far, further between. Yeah. Um, uh, slump and, is a painful thing to get through. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's tough to, and you know, slumps are something that's going to happen in improv. You know, like oh, it, yeah, I think yeah. that I, th- I feel like that's a necessary part of it. Like, yeah, 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 like weirdly important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn, you learn. A, I feel like you learn a lot of stuff in bad shows. You learn stuff yeah. in good shows, but you can learn. There's if you can, if you sort of self-assess or just kind of be aware of the things that happened in bad shows. Super. There's a lot of good lessons in there. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. hopefully you never do it again. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. So I want to talk a little bit um, about uh, sort of the because yeah, I feel like people kind of know the history of Room One Hundred and One, and if you don't, go listen to the Nick episode because um, uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for me. A little back up there, uh, <laughs> but um, I kind of want to talk about and I and I feel like even John Velvet. Um, yeah, all right. Let's do some heralds. Let's do. Some let's talk heralds. Let's talk a little bit heralds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got on a year ago. I got on about a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, a little, a little more by now. Yeah. Um, um, and then uh, so so then that would have been your, about about your third year of improvising. Um, uh, yeah, process what that was like. What's going through your head? Auditions? How many times you do it? All that. Uh, okay, I auditioned for herald teams. Four times. Okay. Uh, my once, like literally, like the day after I or whatever, the week after I finished my four hundred one class, uh, and just fucking uh, stunk up the room and uh, didn't get a call back my first audition. And I was like, after my first year of improv, I was like really feeling like I like I'm, I'm gonna get on a team. Like I feel really good about myself. <laughs> I just gotten into this Matt Walsh advanced workshop, and like it was one of those ones where like you like. 
apply and then they pick you or whatever. And sure. I just, I had no, no idea how the theater worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, they picked me for this advanced they workshop. They selected me. I'm practically Jesus. on the There's like 5,000 improvisers in Los Angeles. They picked 16 from Matt Walsh to work with. <laughs> and that's clearly because I'm uh, the next big thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, couldn't be more wrong. Uh, didn't know any, I didn't know what I was doing at all. I was just getting by on the idea that like I was in love with myself. And when you're in love with yourself on stage, you can get a lot of laughs, you know? Sure. Uh, and so, uh, bombed my first audition. Uh, and then the following two, the next, the second and third audition, I got callbacks and, uh, didn't, and got to the callback, did my callback and didn't get on teams. Yeah. Um, the second one, I, I got my callback and really felt like I nailed it. Yeah. I really felt like I nailed my callback, um, that Herald. I did it. Uh, it was in a, uh, a really good group, and I didn't get on a team. And that was the year that, like, all my friends got on teams. Yeah. Uh, that was the year that Bangarang was formed, uh, which is, like, some of my closest friends are on Bangarang. Uh, and uh, that was the year that Delicatessen was formed, which is, like, uh, a, a Herald team that's no longer around. But, yeah. like, you know, some of the teams, some of the members that were on John Velvet are, were on Delicatessen. Also, people in my peer group. You yeah. know what I mean. And my I, for that whole year, I was devastated. Sure, devastated. So uh, third audition or third audition run comes around. I do my callback, do the do the herald, do the, do the callback, and I stunk it up. It was like it was. I I was spent a year thinking about what the fuck. Why am I not on a team? I really killed that callback. I'm yeah. ready to do this. And I just built that up in my head and just stunk up the room for the callback. Uh, yeah, put a lot of pressure on it. I did. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And then uh, fourth one came around, and I, honestly, I was at a point, I was like, you know what, maybe, I was at a point where I was like, maybe this theater doesn't doesn't want a relationship with me. Like, yeah. it was that thing of like, I love, it was like, you know, I love, uh, it's like, you know, loving someone that doesn't love you back. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, maybe this theater doesn't love me back. And that maybe I have to just sort of be at peace with it. I have this really fun indie show. I get to do improv every week. I get to do improv with my friends. Maybe I should just be happy with that. Yeah. Um, I did. And, uh, yeah. And then I did. And then I got on. That's yeah. Yeah. That's a, um, yeah. Okay. So you said something there that just resonated with me and I, I'm sorry if I don't have anything. Um, <laughs> I it's what a douchebag. I just like yeah, interrupting people. I, I honestly expected a stack of blue cards uh-huh. t- taller than this bottle. You think water. I can afford blue paper? You're severely mistaken how much money I make off this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, I, the, what, what really resonated with me just now is like this thing of like complacency a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that you're like, oh, I have this opportunity to do with my friends. Like I'm sort of I'm the past maybe about half a year since do, even just starting this podcast. Like. Um, and then you know I've been doing I've been doing sketch more lately, and I'm on I'm on a team that I really like, and cool. I'm on Hussey about the improv space, which is it, it is what it is. And uh, great, it's like how do you feel about that? It's good, it's real good. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm gonna probably cut that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mark the time. Uh, yeah, exactly, and and whatever it is, it, it's exactly it is what it is. Hey, it um, is what it is. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like fine. I feel, but I feel like oh, like I really like enjoy. Just talking to people about improv, and yes. it's cool uh, when random people like come up to me like, "Hey, uh, improv obsession." I'm like, "Yeah, cool." Yeah, uh, and uh, it seems like I found 
uh, a little uh, thing that I can do in the community that serves it and uh, and feels uh, fulfilling and like mm-hmm. work and, uh, and that's a really cool thing. Um, but then then also with that thought comes the the opposite of that is like you're giving up. You got to keep going. You right. got to you know. Right. Uh, right. I, I want. I, well, I mean, this was uh, over a year ago. I mean, how can you possibly remember that far? But like, was there anything like that for you too? Where was I like, going to give up? Yeah, giving yeah. up or also or also alternatively like I can't stop now. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. it was that that conversation was happening in my head. Yeah. I I, I, I was never going to give up improv. Right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, oh, but if I if I have to just uh, perform with my awesome team, Six Martin, all the time, then right. that's great. Yeah. And I get to uh, yeah. do, talk to people about improv. That's great. Right, right. Uh, got I, sweet treats? Come we on. got sweet treats. Yeah, we got all Sunday afternoon ahead of us Come on. to it's, digest those two sweet treats. Be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, life, I mean, like, it was, that, it was that thing of, like, I need to come to terms with my lot in life. There are thousands of hilarious people yeah. in Los Angeles alone. Maybe maybe more than a thousand. Did I say thousands? Yeah. But there's tons of funny people. Yeah. And they're not all on Herald teams. Yeah. And I, I, that conversation was going in my mind. Was going through my head was of of uh, the idea that like you know this is not the only this is not the only uh, game in town. This is not the only way to be funny in this town. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I I was coming to terms with that. Absolutely. Okay. So then right then just piggybacking right off of that was something yeah. that I kind of wanted to talk to you about because I thought this was interesting. Uh, I saw you post this this Will Hines uh, article. On your Facebook forever yeah. ago, and that was the one about uh, improv being the road to nowhere. And that was right. uh, ultimately there was this part about uh, it was Neil Casey. He got on Saturday Night Live, or he got to write for Saturday Night Live. Yes, I've uh, been doing improv at the Upper Citizen Brigade thing for probably like twelve years or something like that. Yeah, um, uh, and it kind of it just it did this like cynical look at improv, like oh he didn't get to you know all this time he was doing this and this and this, mm-hmm. uh, and ultimately it was optimistic. Yeah. Um, uh, and that that article was one really interesting and resonated with me. So, um, so such a good article. It was like really like that guy Will Hines. He uh, improv nonsense. Yeah. Tumblr.com. Yeah, it's my favorite. I it's totally good. Uh, I, I wish I were. I wish he were around here. Me too. Yeah, uh, I've sent him a number of uh, Tumblr messages just saying like. I'm gonna take a class with you, man. Like, love what you're doing. Nice. I'm take a class with you. Yeah. Uh, Getting internet weird. It is totally internet weird. Yeah. It's just like, great. Yeah, cool. Bye. Cool, LA kid. I don't know who you are. I yeah. don't know why you think. Yeah. That's the best of me. But, but yeah, I think, I mean, that's, I think that's a conversation that uh, a lot of improvisers, um, have and maybe more cynical ones. Yeah. Uh, let that, let that kind of be the thing of going, like, Oh yeah, I'm doing like I, mm-hmm. I'll hear things like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing improv," but like I'm gonna stop because right. get, doing this will never uh, help. Uh, or or you know, "Oh yeah, I'm doing improv, but it doesn't help me be a better." Just because you're good at improv doesn't mean you're a better writer, actor, uh, tap dancer, right? You know, yeah. um, and and uh, yeah. So you want me to speak on that? I threw that up in the air, and uh, and now I realize I need to come up with a question. No, well, you don't have to come up with a question because I want to say something about that. Let's do it. Uh, What I want to say about that is uh, is I obviously completely agree with that article. Yeah, Uh, and I think that improv is is a wonderful thing, and it's not the only thing, right? Yeah. So I think that like obviously uh, you do it because you want to get better, you want to get funnier. The reason you stay in improv, I think, for me. Is because you need to have a community, and I've said this many times. In this, there's going to be themes. Cool for this for this audience. Uh, Billy would be proud. No, I'm trying to tie everything back to Billy <laughs> in everything I do. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is, you, 
like really good lawyers hang out with other really good lawyers, sure. right? They don't just show up to work and then never talk to lawyers ever because they're con- it's like it's 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 that intellectual dialogue of of the best of the best speaking about what matters to them. Yeah, that's important. Uh, and, and then the support of, of of those peers is important as well. It's it's that affirmation of like, oh, I'm you're good, and you're telling me I'm I'm doing this right. Okay, then that that because this is a fucking scary thing. Yeah, this this thing of trying to do comedy for a living. It's so it, it's 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 a thin like a slip of the finger is kind of a moment. You know what I mean? Like it can it can go and come and go very quickly. Uh, yeah, you, you can get a job and lose it in the same day. Yeah. You know, uh, so you know you need you need community. You know, you absolutely need community, and that and that's what improv is. You know, and if you are somebody like there was. I, I, you know, there was a dude that was like, uh, that I put that on my Facebook and some dude that like I recently unfriended, uh, was like attacking it or whatever. Actually, he read half of the article (laughs) and thought that he was agreeing with me. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, fucking improv. And then I think his comment was something to the effect of like, uh, is improv a good thing? Yeah. But so is playing a violin. You know, it's a better skill composing an orchestra or whatever, you yeah. know? And that was his point of like, yeah, improv is great, but like, what's it going to get you write something that's going to matter or create something that is actually, uh, you know, yeah. sellable in this town or whatever, which, uh, that's is the shittiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not, a, it's not an entirely, entirely uncommon viewpoint. Like, uh, I think people, right. you know, we call it play, mm-hmm. and we call it, we're, you know, they're improv teams, which mm-hmm. goes back to that play thing. Yeah. Uh, and if you watch, you know, probably 90% of shows, you're like, these are just a bunch of jackasses doing goofy stuff. Right, um, right. And it is easy to be, write it off and be dismissive yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Most, a lot of improvisers shouldn't be doing comedy. A lot of improvisers aren't going to make comedy their career. Sure. And that's just a numbers. Well, I mean... That's you, just a numbers game. That's not... It's a, Steven, I'm just talking numbers here. Uh, but <laughs> no, I think that's a fair... I think, well, to be... I think that's a fair assessment for everything. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, a lot of uh, minor league baseball players will not be professional baseball players. Sure. It's, it's a, it is, you know, you're, it's a very uh, aspirational thing that yeah. we are going for. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, yeah, so it's just... That's again. Yeah. That's like, goes back to accepting your lot in life. I started feeling really sad. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, go ahead, Utah. Okay, I will pick it up, Steve. You can jump in the shower yeah. if you need. If you need, I think it's already warmed up. Uh, your roommate's been taking a shower for like an hour. No, he's done. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just pipage in your building. Ugh. I thought this was a good building. <laughs> you liked it so much. Before. I liked it when I came in here. I liked it. Yeah. And, then, and now not so much. And then this pipe is just <laughs> this fucking pipe is what I've been saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess my, my my point is it's like I mean what bothered me so much about what that guy's comment said was the idea that like. Uh, it, it isn't valuable to have friends. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like to have a community yeah. and, and and have people that like because uh, the people ultimately the people that I want to work with are people that really love improv. Because people that love improv love people. They love. They have like I I feel that the people that really love improv, the people that really are, are good at it, have a high emotional intelligence. They have an ability to cooperate and collaborate with people. Yeah. And and ultimately those are the people that I want to look at my work and be involved in my work. You know. Right. And uh, and people like that guy who clearly doesn't get it is is somebody that I don't want to work with, you know? Sure. Because uh, he's a mean guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, uh, yeah. When I started doing improv here, uh, I took I took the sketch classes, and I was uh, 
much more self-centered in my, my mm-hmm. approach to it. And it was just like, oh, I'll take a sketch class. I'm like, I'll hone up my writing. I'll get better at it, whatever. Sure. Um, and then I, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll try the improv. Like, uh, let's see what, see what all this hubbaloo is about. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a thing. Uh, and, uh, hubbaloo? Yeah, hubbaloo. I think yeah. I missed a syllable. It's fine. I think it's a cute satellite. No. I was going to go with a Hubble telescope oh. thing, and then I, oh, I, get and it. I went satellite. Oh, okay, that's funny. Um, it yeah, it was been, good. It's good. We're going to mark the time. <laughs> mark the time on this one as well. Uh, um, it is what it is, guys. It is what it is, guys. Oh, shit, don't remind anybody that I did that. Um, <laughs> so, what I, but, uh, uh, yeah, so I did improv. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll let's write on your feet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and discovering the community of it, um, I think in a weird way, like, this sounds super melodramatic, but I do kind of mean it, is, like, it saved my life in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't, like, I, I was really hating L.A. Like, I was really hating, yeah. uh, you know, writing and stuff. Uh, I, was just, I felt very cynical about the whole thing. Um, uh, my, my, my group uh, from college, my, my group of friends kind of had uh, dissipated, and it was down to only a few people. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, I got, yeah. got a couple friends. Uh, I don't have anything that I like to do. Yeah. Uh, writing's getting me fucking nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and then you hang out in improv and you're like, man, these, uh, these fucking crash bar people are real friendly. Yeah. Uh, God, that feel, that's cool. And like, yeah. they're nice to me after the jam. I'm like, hey, good thing there. Like, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. and then, fi- and then like, oh, getting into that and like talking to the people and, uh, going to all the shows and, uh, you know, like the big mashups and all that stuff. You're just like, this is it. Like, this yeah. is so... You know, people need people. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And improv provides that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And maybe we're wrong, and maybe we're weirdos, and most people don't need people. <laughs> but uh, whatever the case is, we're happier before for it. Like, I definitely didn't know that I was how sad I was until yeah. I got to improv. Oh yeah, it's you know true. I, mean? no, I didn't. No. Yeah, I didn't know that that life was a bad life. You know, yeah. I thought I was doing fine, and then I got to improv. I was like, oh, I get. I can laugh. Every day, yeah, that's great. Uh, I think it's. Um, I don't. I don't like stand up comedy. Uh, I don't like a certain type of stand up comedy. What's uh, that type? Uh, and also, a certain type of improv. It's the cynical type mm-hmm. um, because I feel like I'm finding that to be untrue more and more. Hmm. And that, mm-hmm. and honestly, years ago, three years ago, before improv. That would have been everything I write, everything mm-hmm. I say, everything I do. It was very incredibly cynical. That's uh, interesting uh, because uh, it, that's that's an easy, that's a very easy disposition. Yeah, uh, it's very easy to go like nothing matters. Uh, nobody appreciates shit. I'm yeah. awesome, yeah. Uh, and it, it's it's significantly harder yeah. to go like oh maybe where do I fit in? Yeah, or like do I do I. Do I mat- matter even in this grand equation? Yeah, yeah. And if I do, what's my tiny part to Right, me? right, right. Uh, and being okay with being... Uh, I mean, if you, if you, you feel, feeling uh, insignificance and not resentment at that. Yeah. Uh, but just feeling like, yeah, that's just how kind of the world is. Yeah. Right? And it's yeah. not like, a, uh, I can't, nobody appreciates, you know, I, I'm yeah. sitting here composing orchestras and nobody understands how awesome this right, is. Right, right, right. Do you, you know? think that... Do you think that you don't like it when, uh, like, that negative disposition, because it feels fake to you? Um, is that, that's feels, why you don't like it? It, it, feels, it feels dishonest? No. It, it doesn't resonate with me much uh-huh. anymore, but it also, it just, like, it to me, it feels, like, immature. Like, okay. uh, uh, like, like, I don't know, I feel like it's, like, a teenager, like, a teenagers. Like, I'm yeah. not... Uh, but like, I, I wouldn't really, you say that like that's what? Well, I mean, I love Louis C.K. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that's no, Louis C.K.'s thing? I would say that to a point, but uh-huh. there's also a lot of like 
weird like hopefulness in there. Same yeah. with Bill Burr. Bill, I don't think anybody. I think it's harder yeah. to. I think people. I think Bill Burr and Lucy Gay are great examples of people who have a lot of like love and hope. Like I don't know yeah. if you saw Lucy Gay's latest special, you can download it on his website. Yeah, um, he had this whole thing. I'm <laughs> plugging it for Lucy Gay. It sounds weird. Yeah, uh, but I just am. Um, You're plugging everybody, man. I'm trying to help. You're uh, a benevolent he does, dude. He does this whole bit about like how somebody. Or maybe this wasn't his latest special, but he, like somebody pushed it, a kid pushed his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talks. And he talks about how, uh, oh, I'm going to fuck this kid up, and I'll cut you, and whatever. He's going to want to grab him and choke him and threaten him and all this stuff. Uh, and ultimately, that's just about like kind of loving his daughter, right? Right. Right, uh, right. 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 And that, and like, the, and, and Bill Burr does this whole thing about like how uh, rescue dogs. He's like, I don't call them mm-hmm. rescue dogs. That's you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not so proud of myself at all. Da da da. He goes on and on about how much he hates people who does that. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, it just turns and he's like, but he's a big softie for his dog, and he's just yeah. trying to take care of it and yeah. do his best. Um, I think that to me, like. I think there is um, negativity and, uh, and and shit to work through. Yeah. Uh, but I, like even like even in my life, I'm like, oh yeah, but there's some good stuff there. Like yeah. all that all that negative stuff. Uh, there's some good stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and finding that is harder and like more impressive or or, or rain, reigns more true to me because I feel like I feel like an optimist now in my life. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. I totally get that. I would say that like the only. Because I think that you said that like dis- that disposition is an easy one to take, and I yeah. think I think that's true. But I think that's only because it's like that that negativity is like sort of what makes you a comic. I think like all comics are sort of like true hate themselves on some level. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that and that sticks in a way. Yeah, yeah. And I think that like I think what you're talking about, or at least in the way uh, in the way that I agree with what you're talking sure. about, is. <laughs> Is that like that, like that, what that dishonesty in the beginning or whatever is a comic like not knowing the right note to play? But yeah. like they hate themselves, but they don't know how to talk about or communicate how much they hate themselves or, or what exactly they hate about themselves or whatever. Yeah. And that, that is a stand up that is trying to find their voice. And in, in, in that trying to find their voice, they're just calling themselves super fat. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I it's like, that. ugh, come on, take it easy. You're, yeah. you're fat. I get it. You're fat, but you're like, kind of fat. Like, you're you're, you're you kind know. of fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, I think it's just you know, it's that thing of like polishing, uh, uh, you know, polishing that voice or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I just think it's generally easier to shit on everything. Yeah, um, because totally because that like I yeah I think it, I think I think just like yeah negative disposition is mm-hmm. generally like if you had to randomly pick one or two and just try to be funny at any random person it's easier to be funny yeah. uh, in a negative light and, I, and I, I've done it plenty of times and, uh, and, I, and, and yeah I still do sometimes yeah. but uh, it's, it's harder and more impressive and more funny uh, and, and a better use I think of, mm-hmm. of the talent of comedy uh, like if you're somebody who's funny uh, god why, why would you I mean sure some things are bad, are bad about the world but like why just bring it down like you can mm-hmm. do you can do a lot with it, I and mean, you're making people laugh, and you can maybe inform people or uh, encourage revolution or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And instead, you're just like, "Isn't everything terrible?" Well, fuck, I'm out of here. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I think I mostly agree with that idea. I, I think I mostly agree with that idea. Why yeah. don't you agree with it completely? Uh, oh well, you know what? <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be two humans when we walk in this room, and we're gonna be two humans when we leave this room. Pearl, Pearl Steen. That's fair. Um, uh, so wait, I want to I <laughs> hop back on to uh, this. This that was a, that was an interesting and weird tangent that we just went on. I'm an, I, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, cool. 
I'm gonna mark. I'm gonna mark that. Mark the time. That will go in the show. That, that's, that's gonna, gonna make be, the cut. That's gonna be a lot of things that aren't. Um, but I also wanna, I want to go back on to that that road to nothing thing because. Um, uh, yeah, again, a lot of people feel like improv is a road to nothing, and uh, sure. and maybe that's and maybe that people use that professionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to say if you're a good improviser that you're you'd be a hundred percent good actor. Right. Uh, it's hard to say that if you're a good improviser you'd be a good writer. Um, yeah, I feel you uh, you you you're a writer for Up All Night right now. Right. Um, and uh, you have turned, ba- uh, you know, it sounds like to me that it was a large. Uh, uh, I think I think it's fair to say that that was a. Uh, an influential bit your improv a hundred percent I wouldn't have this job if, if I wasn't an improviser 100%. Um, so I kind of want to talk about the the path to something then okay uh, like what like for you what was that like just how did I get yeah that? let's do some broad strokes there sure uh, uh, well I uh, I got I got my first manager because of improv okay. uh, they, she came to a uh, a uh, a room one on one show and uh, I, I, had, I happened to have a good show that night, and yeah. it was like maybe in my second year of improvising. Yeah. And so I was still like batting like fifty percent. You know what I mean? Like sure. this is gonna be a good show. This is gonna be like an okay show. You know, this is gonna be a really bad show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Renee, I'm so sorry. I have to piss so bad. I drank two liters of water during my class, and I, just, I have to take a break. Take a piss. I'll probably piss right after you. Don't flush. Let's save water. <laughs> That's going to be something. That's, <laughs> mark the time. That was good. Mark the time. <laughs> I should have done that before. I was like, no, nah, I, can, I can make it an hour. You did the right thing. I <laughs> so close. Uh, do you need to as well? or did you? I think I can hold it until the very end. Are you sure? Yeah, I uh, love saving a good pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a good one. I was proud of it. Uh, all right, so I'm just going to very uh, attempt to pick back up in there. So you had a good show. Yeah. Uh, and you was just in your, you said your second year, so you're batting about Were 50%. you recording that whole time? Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I said so many weird things about you. Oh, good. <laughs> You'll find that later. Mark the time. Um, uh, yeah, so you're saying batting back Yeah, up. so I, I was, uh, you know, and I was an intern at the theater. I had no, absolutely nothing going on but improv at the time, and uh, I hadn't even made an internet video uh, since, since, since you know, like... Videos my earlier internet videos since yeah. I'd learned uh, the UCB uh, curriculum you know and um, and she was and she was just somebody that was very that was uh, very interested in, in what I did and she, we would have coffee every couple of weeks and we, and we would talk about my goals and she would encur- be very encouraging to me and tell me like these are the these are the things that you need to do yeah uh, these are the writing examples that you need to put together and uh, these are the you know these are the types of uh, whatever auditions that you're capable or that you are at your, this point in your career like capable of booking you know yeah. and I would go out for those things and, and write those things and we and, and over the course of geez what was that two that years like two years ago yeah. yeah two years over the course of two years we put together uh, we put together some work that was that's pretty good and yeah. uh, we got we got jobs that's awesome yeah yeah we just went into business together and, and she's uh, she, I, I, she's now my agent she uh she left managing. Yeah, she left managing. Because those are two agent. very different jobs. Very different jobs. No, there's. I don't. I don't think there legally can be a crossover. Like there's something in there. Right. You can't. Uh, I, I don't know that one. That one. But I, I know. I, I know mm-hmm. that you. Uh, there are certain things that agents can do that lawyers can't do. Oh, that's maybe that's what I'm thinking. Things of. like negotiate, like uh, like managers can't negotiate a deal. Right. They would need a, a lawyer to be involved. Right. Stuff like that. I think agents can't be producers, but managers can. 
That could be true. I don't know that either. But yeah, uh, and so uh, she became my agent, and I picked up another agent. And she's still so, but but that that first girl, uh, her name is Susie Fox, and she's been on my team ever since. And uh, Team Fox, Team Fox, okay. I absolutely adore her. She's a crazy, crazy brilliant woman, uh, hard hardworking, and uh, she's got a great attitude. I like love the idea that she's the first person that people. Uh, know about me you, you know what I mean like or the idea that like she's representing uh, me yeah. in these rooms I get that okay uh, yeah I dig that I dig okay that. so then let's let's uh, I want to I kind of want to try to relay maybe some uh, this might be tough to do unprompted but maybe some improv things that I mean you know that you picked up along the way mm-hmm. that you feel like feel like had uh, an impact down the road uh, when you're doing this process I, okay you know, I'm curious. I mean, it, it might be tough to pull. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I believe you can the, do it. No, yeah, absolutely. It. I will. One of the tenets of, uh, of uh, improv that I learned from Johnny Meeks mm-hmm. is, is this, size, this idea of, he calls it por las buenas. Yeah, for, uh, for the better. Right? Yeah, for the better. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the idea that, like, you need to present yourself. You, need to pre- you always need to try to be your best self. Yeah. Uh, and it sort of stems off of this idea of, like, from Ian Roberts, the idea that, like, uh, people seek pleasure and uh, and avoid pain at all costs, or not at all costs, but necessarily like as, as at least as a first motivation. Yeah, and uh, and that's something that like I learned through improv, and that's something that like I definitely applied in my writing mm-hmm. and in my performing, uh, and, and that's definitely avoid uh, helped me avoid things like some shitty nine eleven joke. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like this is a like because there's a, there's a, when you I think when you first start writing or first start creating comedy, there's this thing of like, oh I, this fits here comedically, and it's a weird thing that has been brought up, and I can put it here. I'm gonna put it here because that makes me clever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like some weird reference to Hitler or something. You know what I mean? It's something like that, and it's just like oh man, that's mean. And also, I don't believe that mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you can do mean, but like you gotta believe it. You know, as soon as I, as soon as for me, like I write sitcoms and I, I, I truly care about comedy more so than story. But the only I do, but story is important only to the point where I am not questioning what this character actually wants. Yeah. It's if as long as this character is doing something like makes sense to me, like oh, that's what he would want to do for twenty two minutes. Then you can do that. You can have as much comedy as you possibly can fit into those twenty-two minutes along that track, as long as that want makes sense the whole way through. Yeah, uh, and that's something that I've definitely learned from improv. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like attempting to tie it back to that negative disposition thing. Maybe it's just because the example you used, uh-huh. but it, uh, that it, I, I think generally uh, it is easier. And, and there's plenty of sitcoms that do this. It's easier to do. Uh, the like the shitty joke, uh, mm-hmm. the nine eleven joke or whatever it is, because mm-hmm. uh, that will get a reaction no matter what. Than it is to uh, harvest harvest something for a genuine. Because uh, it's I mean I think uh, I don't know I don't know. Yeah, I watch up all night, uh, and I feel like that uh, has a a lot of genuine moments behind it. A lot of like <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of stuff that like oh I can see how you get there, and you you melt comedy out of like trying to uh, deal with your wife's brother or whatever. Right, right, um, right. Uh, yeah, so I feel like I, feel like I, under, I understand that. What about... Um, uh, so that, that's, a, that's a pretty good one for writing. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what, about, what about acting? Because I know you do a bit. I do a little I've bit seen, of acting. I've seen you and stuff. I saw you mm-hmm. up all night. 
I was in up all night, very you briefly. Were, you were very quiet. Thanks. I uh, <laughs> I was in a, I was in a sound booth. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because like they they gave me this part because it was something that like you kind of need. Uh, you kind of need uh, you kind of need an actor because there's a lot of reaction shots. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't want to because uh, it's hard to get an actor. It's hard to get an actor for a part that has no lines. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, sure. but they didn't want to put an extra in there uh, because they, they would want to fuck good. it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, like, I was like, Lucky oh, I'll do this. Nice. I'll do this, and like, maybe I'll do a little because I'm an improviser. Maybe I'll do a little improv and maybe get a line in the show or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I show <laughs> up. I show up to the shoot or whatever, and I'm on obviously in the sound, the control booth, and they're in the other room, and yeah. there's n- there's a, there isn't a microphone anywhere <laughs> near me. <laughs> like, but I okay. There's nothing to say. <laughs> I have so many good lines. Yeah. Ready. Oh man, I had some things, yeah. uh, but they were all they were all inside. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, so I do some acting, and your question was. Uh, so is there? I mean, uh, I think I think it's there. There's some clear crossover in the acting mm-hmm. improv thing. But what, what I mean, what what kind of improv stuff do you feel like maybe you bring to acting? Uh, it's probably it's the listening. Yeah, yeah. It's from from that. It's it's just. Uh, as an actor, uh, it's very easy to like sort of plan your moves. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Uh, and so uh, I do my best to try to forget what I try to forget that, and just like, and just sort of like listen to what's ha- what's actually happening. Because at any moment, another actor could make a different choice. Yeah, you know. And and if you, if you're just truly listening and truly. Uh, um, um, using what's happening in the in the scene, like you'll you'll find something authentic. I, think. I feel like good actors can often just be inspired by the yeah the other thing that the, the things the other actors are doing. Yeah, um, it's I, yeah I, I genuinely because yeah you can see people uh, who have planned it out and you can plan it out very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I think there's something really powerful about seeing two actors really interact. Yes, uh, yes, and and this weird uh, I don't know. Did you see Looper? I haven't seen it yet. Whatever. There's a kid in it. Uh-huh. He's a really good actor. And I heard. I yeah. I think he just he just like genuinely. There's a, him and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They just like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's talking, and he just really seems like genuinely interested in like taking it in. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't feel like this kid's trying to deliver his lines. Like, yes. You know, somebody's like, "You're gonna say it like this. You're gonna say it like this. Like, yeah. I'm gonna say it like this. I'm gonna say it like this." Uh, and that now I don't know. I think I think uh, yeah. So I just agree with your statement completely. It's yeah. So smart. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's true. <laughs> it is true. Mark the time. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe I've come to a little bit of an end on that thing. I don't know. Okay. Are you thinking more about uh, that you can want to say about uh, the road to nowhere, or I mean, just or even just bringing your improv uh, skills to bear in, in life. I mean. Uh, like I, I feel like, like honestly, one of my favorite things about having done improv. Do you know another water? Because I haven't touched. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. And if you want it, you have to piss. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Um, I might take it for the road. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, that's great. Um, one of the things that I, I genuinely like enjoy more than a lot of things. One of my favorite things to do now for my improv skills is to make my little brother and sister laugh. Like they're gonna die. Yeah. Like I try to kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best. Oh, it's uh, the best. And then and like that, like oh, it's, yeah. I totally know what you mean. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's not you know maybe yeah they're like an easier audience just a little yeah, bit because yeah, they yeah. don't know all the, the yeah. magic tricks. But yeah. oh my god, that is just, there's nothing more fun than just like watching feeling. them like they can't stand up. And, yeah, it's uh, the best feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is there is I mean. I feel like I can point at. I feel like I have a lot of things that I've, improv has come into my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a way, I mean, do you have any? Uh, I mean, share? I definitely, I definitely uh, enjoy what you're talking about. I mean, yeah. there's, there, you know, obviously, uh, if you're, if you're, uh, 
if you're trying to do comedy as a career, it's because you made your family laugh or you made your friends laugh as, as a young child or whatever. And uh, that was definitely my experience with my sisters. I have three sisters. And I was, I was always making them laugh growing up. But then to come back after, you know, doing improv or whatever for w- w- however long. And, oh, then, yeah. and then to be able to do that was, is so cool. Yeah. To just... It, Those you, you, are you, sharp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. really good feeling. Going to like a wedding or whatever and just doing... Oh, yeah. Bits. Well, that's great. Um, but... Uh, I, I, oh, in general, like, I think uh, I'm so much better at conversation now. Yeah, I was gonna... You brought... You said wedding and like that was... Yeah. I went to a wedding and just engaged people I didn't know in conversation. Yeah. Finding people's games. Right. Finding that thing that they'll sure, talk about. Sure, what's interesting about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The people love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. love it when you can talk about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And just, I, I love, yeah, I love that. I love the idea that, like, uh, that there, that conversation uh, doesn't have to come to a standstill as long as you're listening. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Uh, and... Uh, yeah, God, that saved me out of, from so many uh, awkward conversations that I that I would have normally had. Uh, I, I I sort of have uh, I, I do a pretty good job lately of like hiding it, but I do definitely have like my my share of uh, social anxiety. Uh, I, I didn't go to parties in college a lot because I hated the idea of like being around <laughs> so many people and not talking yeah. to any of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and even still, to this day, I'll still, like, skip a party here and there because it's yeah. like, oh, God, there's just going to so be so work. many people I'm not going to talk to there yeah. and have half of a conversation with yeah, uh, and then be interrupted by somebody who's very nice but, like, is also just trying to have a conversation and, yeah. and it's all pairing off. And, but anyway, uh, but uh, improv has definitely helped me navigate that world a little better. Yeah. Uh, one of my early uh, – like, right after I'd gotten out of 101, Mono had invited me to a party at his place. Yeah. Uh, and I went and uh, – you know, no, I was so anxious. Uh, I'm like, I don't know these people, right. and they're all people I've seen on Harold teams. I think they're all so cool, and like, yeah. uh, oh, because they're cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not cool. I'm just well. Uh, I'm you'll get on a Harold team one day, and you'll yeah, be cool. And then I'll be cool. Like, yeah. get you the cool badge. Yeah, uh, it'll be on your yeah. driver's license. I send you a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, even even that, it's just like it's impossible to navigate uh, conversations and groups of people and stuff like that. And then you know, years later, I'm like. Eh, what are you talking about? It's just get to talk to... Yeah, all those people. are just humans. These are just people who, yeah. like, probably have a lot of this similar things going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and will make small talk into good talk and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all I, uh, yeah, improv has definitely helped me do to get past that. I, uh, I, I used to think Alex Fernie was the most intimidating, scary person on the planet because he's <laughs> so smart and so funny. Yeah. And I was like, I'm no way am I going to try to have a conversation with that guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be good enough in it. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you know, over the years I got better at like, uh, listening and, 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 and you know, uh, uh, and, and understanding what's actually being attacked, what's being said, and uh, and you know now I realize Alex Fernie is uh, kind of an idiot. That guy's real dumb. That's what they say about the whole convoy. Yeah, those guys they don't know things. They memorize big nouns. Yeah, like right before the show, yeah. and then forget it immediately afterwards. Extreme lack of pronouns. Uh, those guys, <laughs> and so right. I don't know what was so intimidating about them. Yeah, um, but yeah, they uh, but they are nice. As, as dumb as they are, they are nice boys. And uh, just trying to make it through the day. And I appreciate them. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, 
Let's end it on Convoy's Dumb. Well, uh, we, we, yeah, we're going to end it on Convoy's Dumb. Uh, but there's the, the classic segment of the show that everybody has to do. Okay. The Pearls of Wisdom segment. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Little, uh, maybe a note or a piece of advice that you got at improv uh, that really resonated with you. Maybe kind of... Okay. I already did the Poorless Buenas one, yeah. which is like my favorite thing. That's pretty good. Johnny uh, Meeks. Johnny Meeks. Um, I'll give you one that Joe Wanger gave me. That, okay. that uh Love me some Joe. Um... Yeah, loved Joe's great. Okay, two things. One, uh, two notes that he gave me that, like, I took his 401 twice, and he gave me one note one year and another note the next year, and it, I think it really, really helped. Yeah. Uh, the first note he gave me the first time I took 401 was stop sounding like a comedian. Stop sounding like somebody who thinks they're funny. Start sounding like the person you are in that scene. And that's essentially saying commit to the scene. But. Yeah. But in a more specific way. Commit to the scene can mean a million things, whatever. But, yeah. like, just be a dad. Yeah. Just be a 7-Eleven employee. D- don't be the funniest 7-Eleven employee. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, and I thought that was great. And then the second one he told me, <laughs> my second 401, was just to be concise. <laughs> I would just ramble forever. That's a very common Yeah, improv. yeah. And just make your move. Make Convey an idea and then stop. Yeah. And allow your partner to help you build to the next thing. Yeah. Letting, yeah. letting your line land, uh, as yeah. I've heard by Brian Galvan. And then uh, uh, Craig Kukowski, who I took class with, uh, he, he said he explained this in a way that I never heard more efficiently explained. He goes, a lot, of, um, a lot of lines in improv, if it was like written out, would end in an ellipses as uh-huh. if like I just – you just ran out of words. Like I was saying stuff and like I, I'm, you know, I'm a doctor and I'm here to check on your, your baby. But the thing about the baby is uh, you know, it's, just, it's just like a, a – you know, right. it just sort of trails off. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. it ends uh, in a dash, meaning yeah. uh, you were talking uh, so long that somebody literally cut you off and right. goes like, I will talk now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, he, and he says, you know, just find a way to deliver a line and mm-hmm. then end it. Yeah. And it's so fucking powerful. Right. <laughs> you watch, like, when he said that, I started paying attention to it more. I'm like, yeah, all lines work better. Even not funny lines, uh, think, you know, whatever it is, it works so much better when you just yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Um, real quick, Berg once did an exercise with Hip Hop Penguin. Yeah. Uh, where we sat down in four chairs and just had a conversation with each other. <laughs> yeah. And this was like, you know, a couple couple years ago, but whatever. Um, I mean, God, that Berg is so dumb. Uh, but he's yeah. nice. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we, What's um, that stupid cat tattoo? Why does he care so much about cats? Oh, give me a break. He uh, owns a dog. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. No sense. Um, anyway, uh, he t- he sat us in a circle in, in chairs and just was like, I'm going to give you an input. I want you to have a conversation. No, I don't want input. you to do a scene. Yeah, he, that's what he <laughs> that's calls the I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I, 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 don't, I want you to just have a conversation. And we just had a conversation with each other. And then, we, and then he called scene and he was like, okay, great. Did you kind of... Renee, Renee, when you spoke, wh- why did you speak? How did you know it was your turn to speak? I was like, uh, because Jacob stopped talking. Yeah, but also, what did he do? Like, he, there's an intonation, there's like physical gestures, like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's all these different things that happen in conversation that allow, that are, is, about, is about agreement. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to share this story. I'm going to wait for your story to be done before – because your story is reminding me of a great story. But I'm going to yeah. wait for yours to be done. I'm going to listen all the way, and then I'm going to share my story. Right. Uh, and there was like that element of like conversation that somehow you lose in an improv scene because you're so nervous or whatever it is you're thinking about trying to be funny. And, 
Uh, and it, it is it is it is about that thing of like being concise and taking your turn and 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 and, and using those social cues of like of <laughs> that you'd use every single day. Yeah, it, that you shouldn't they shouldn't leave you once you step on that stage, guys. Uh, it's it sort of it sort of gets uh, primal a little bit on mm-hmm. that stage, like all your civility and your yeah. ability. Yeah, your just ability to recognize, you know. Oh, I'm I'm supposed to be talking now, or oh, this person's trying to give me a thing. You're just like, ah, yeah. my, my poor lizard brain is scared because I am on the stage and I am expected to make people laugh, even though they say you don't have to go for laughs. I know that I have to go for laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's tough. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Um, be a be a good human. Be a good human. Be a good. Wow, human. I'm gonna end it on that, Renee. Cool. Thank you so much. That was fun. That was really good. Right on. All right. So I'm gonna go pee. Great. Hey everybody. That was an episode with Renee Goubet. You know that because you just listened to it. I hope you found it super interesting and informative how we talked about the improv life. Um, I really quickly just wanted to plug a couple of shows. I'm doing improv with Johnny Grande at IOS Del Close Theater at 1030 on October 23rd. 1030 October 23rd uh, at the Del Close Theater with Johnny Grande. Um, it's going to be like a huge, a huge team. It's a big team. There's a lot of people on it. Uh, also, I'm doing this really cool sketch show at Second City. Um, yeah, that one's going to be October 24th uh, with my sketch team, Dumb Shit Mountain. Uh, we are super goofy and dumb, and uh, I love the stuff we do. And we're going to be paired up with local uh, sketch team legend, Brute Squad. So I hope you show up. Uh, and I, uh, yeah, that's it. So those are the two things. And uh, yay, have a lovely day happy improvising and uh and we'll see you all real soon golden age of improv be excellent to each other i just have so many things to say all right take care guys bye hi i'm kelsey i'm kimmy and we're the hosts of talk 30 rock to me do you crave cheese late at night do you have lots of thoughts on your mind grapes do you think a rape whistle can double as an accessory do you miss 30 rock we sure do we miss it so much we started a podcast about it new episodes every tuesday subscribe today